0: And welcome back to another episode of the Beginner's SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe Gill from The Plan Success. This is your ideal podcast to learn SEO if you're a small business owner of either an e-commerce store, a service business, a locally based business, an online business, or even if you're a blogger and you are just starting your SEO journey, then this is the podcast for you. And today, I'd say it's an excellent place to start if you're an e-commerce business or even if you're any other kind of business and you're in a particularly competitive area because we're going to be looking at one of my clients. Now, normally most of my clients have quite big budgets, which is why I work with them because <laughs> they can pay me lots. But that's why I created this podcast because I want, I know that not everyone has a big budget for SEO. And I do believe that most small business owners can do it themselves. But what's holding them back is time. And that's why I'm going to be using this case study with this client because they actually didn't have that bigger budget. And so the work I did with them or do with them is quite limited in terms of sort of time that I can spend on it. But over the past year, when we zoom out, they've come on so far. Their organic traffic has doubled to their collection pages and their individual product pages and then as a result their organic sales has doubled as well and I'm not just talking about from 10 pounds to 20 (laughs) pounds because that is technically a doubling no they're talking about from a few thousand to now six seven thousand pounds a month so not huge amounts and this isn't their only business they have a brick and mortar store as well but the fact that their organic traffic is has their organic sales has doubled and it's continually going up and the seo we've been doing on it is quite minimal you'll see like you can do this too the steps i'm going to go over today you can do as well so the first issue um, that this company had is because, like I said, it's in a very competitive niche. Now, I can't, unfortunately, you know, say the name of the company and give away the industry. But instead, we're going to use an example um, today. So we're going to say this company sells baby wear. Now, baby wear in the UK, there are there are so many different brands, you know, that sell baby wear things. So we had to find an angle where they could sort of stand out and we looked at all their different um, areas uh, or you know different types of products that they sell and we settled on premature baby wear but I want to say it doesn't have to be premature baby wear it could have been luxury baby wear it could have been personalized baby wear it could have been baby wear for obese babies it could have been baby wear for babies with disabilities you know missing limbs whatever you can really sort of niche down there or ba- themed baby wear fancy dress baby wear so you've got to find a sort of angle for your company and go there if your industry is very saturated for instance if you're a service based business what service could you stand out with what service could you specialize in that not everyone else is doing Um, who could you specifically help perhaps you're a plumber you could be a plumber for special needs people you know people that have um, difficulty sort of Commute, I don't know you know hermits or something um but you know to have a think about what sort of section of society is being underserved with your service and maybe target them um so that's what we did we put our pretend company but it's not really a pretend company but I can't say the name of the company so <laughs> the premature baby company that was our new sort of niche we did some keyword research around premature baby wear and then. We optimised the homepage. And when I'm talking about optimising the homepage, I'm not just saying we adjusted the copy and the metadata, which we did, but also we looked at it from a user experience point of view. Is it clear what this business specialises in for both a user and Google? And the best way to do this if you are not an SEO expert... Or an e-commerce expert is to get some fresh eyes on your website don't be shy reach out to your network of friends and family and ask them hey can you take a quick look at my website and perhaps provide a few pointers like what do you think of my website sorry I've got the hiccups (laughs) I really hope that doesn't come through (laughs) on the recording um yeah get some fresh pair of eyes on your website and have a think about how you can make the user experience better if you don't have anyone to reach out to because perhaps this is a side hustle and you don't want everyone knowing which is fair enough in which case look at your competitors what are they doing that on their websites that you like and what can you implement on your website have they got a section about us on the home page have they got um buttons clicking through to their main category category pages on their homepage? Have they got a new in section on their homepage? You know, have a look what they're doing and see how you can implement that as well. And that's really key because the homepage is literally the front door, it's the front window of your website, of your business. It's crucial that you spend a fair amount of time on there. However, people might not convert on there, but generally speaking, if they land on, say, a blog page or they land on a product page, they'll probably click on the homepage at some point. So it's crucial that it's really, really sort of stands out, slick, designed well, easy to use, and very clear what your niche is. So that was the first step or second step that we did after the keyword research. We optimize their homepage for both SEO and for user experience. Now, the next two steps are what we've done over the past year. And remember, like I said, they don't have a huge budget, so I don't do much on it month to month. But all when it you know accumulates together, it has that snowball effect, and even if month by month is only going up by say 5%, 10%, when you zoom out over a year, we've doubled it. So, each month, what we did was optimize a set number of product pages. And although this website has lots of different categories as well, because it's such a saturated area that they're in... And when it comes to sort of SEO and e-commerce, it can be incredibly saturated, which is why sometimes I will straight out say to a company, hey, by the way, I don't think SEO should be your first port of call. In fact, maybe you have a look at paid ads or have a look at social media because it can be incredibly competitive to sort of break ground in SEO with e-commerce. But this company, they've already sort of have steady sales coming in from paid ads. They've got steady sales coming from social media. They've got their brick and mortar business, which is why they sort of decided, okay, let's also now focus on SEO so we can hopefully spend less on paid ads. The way we did it was we went easy. Instead of trying to sort of go for the competitive category pages, instead, we looked at some easier opportunities with the individual product pages. So for instance, uh, if we're doing if we're talking about premature babywear, it could be Um, hypoallergenic is how you say it hypoallergenic Um, premature baby wear with personalized name boom personalized hypoallergenic premature baby wear that is so niche and specific and there's not going to be that many competitors out there for that product so it was easy to optimize that particular product they were selling create a really great product product page with a great personalized description for instance perhaps you're a company that sells products from different brands and you're just copy and pasting the description that's given to you by the brand no 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 no. you need to write your own description you need to include some faqs in that product description you need to make it easy to buy as well you know put a button here buy now whatever Uh, add in some extra images as well with optimized alt text and you also need to, I was going to say FAQ. Uh, oh God, this is why you should properly um, write out a script for a podcast, isn't it? <laughs> for, you just, for, I rec- Right now, this is when our listenership will just drop off. It'll be like, yeah, they all listen to eight minutes in and they all stop listening because you cocked up Phoebe anyway so you really need to take the time to optimize your product pages oh yes now I remember what I was going to say also make sure you sort of highlight any special offers you've got going on say if there's 15% off if they um, sign up for a newsletter Uh, what about is there free delivery make sure you mention that as well on the product page this is all kind of conversion rate optimization so once people land on the page what can you do to make sure they actually convert Um, so each product page we sort of optimized for keywords. We did the keyword research. We found a different niche for it as well. And then we optimize the actual page for user experience and conversion rate optimization. And we didn't do this all at once because remember, we didn't have a lot of time, didn't have a lot of time to spend on it. So instead, just each month, we just did three to five pages. That was it. You know, we didn't like set out being like, okay, today we're going to optimize every single product on the website no we just went in order of the easiest ones to do and now we're still working through the website um you know in an ideal world sure we want to optimize them all at once but they don't have the budget they don't have the time so let's just get realistic and it worked though over a year you've really got to just be in it and be patient So that's the first thing we've been doing. And the second thing we've been doing, which has had a huge effect, I would say more so than the product optimizations, is steady content production, one blog to two, well, one to two blog posts a month. And so this, yeah, they've been doing one to two a month. And I always say at least one a month. And this is where people really sort of struggle, I think, because it can be hard to produce content. But make it easy for yourself. If you don't like writing and who does these days, use AI to help you or use transcription tools as well to help you. You don't have to sit there writing hundreds of words on a keyboard. So you can really, really sort of leverage AI tools to help you sort of craft out the basis of a great quality blog content. And then you can either sort of add in your own parts to it by transcribing it. And then you just make sure you edit it a lot. And editing is a lot easier than trying to write a full on 1,000, 2,000 word blog post. But blog posts are so important for growing your business. I can't stress this enough. But blog posts truly are the cornerstone of so many web website businesses success stories why because when you've got quality content you are showing to google that you are a trusted business which will then boost your target pages i'll say that again when you're putting out quality content that shows your expertise google can trust you and your business and will boost your website in the rankings So every time you write a blog post, it needs to be really high quality where you're showing your expertise, you're showing your experience, you're showing your insider knowledge, you're showing your authority and you're showing that you can be trusted. That is the kind of content that is going to help your overall website. And blog posts as well as sort of boosting your overall website, they're great for raising brand awareness because just because someone doesn't land or someone doesn't buy a product the first time they land on a blog post of yours. And yeah, they won't, but they're now aware of your business. It's like handing out a leaflet in the street. The aim of that is just to sort of keep your business in their mind so that when they are ready to make a product, ready to make a purchase, they already know about your business. That's sort of, you know, a large part of marketing is just raising brand awareness. It's like PR. It's really important just to get your name out there and a blog is a great way of doing that because when someone is, so there's all the different stages of a buyer awareness journey right and you've got the sort of solution and problem unaware, solution unaware, problem aware, problem aware, solution unaware, problem aware, solution aware and then you've got you know they're looking for that solution they're ready to make a purchase. So all those different stages of the buyer journey and in fact i probably do a whole sort of podcast episode on the buyer journey because it can really change your mindset um, when you're planning out your content or each piece of content you're planning, you're like thinking, you should be thinking, okay, which stage of the buyer journey does this target? Is it top of the funnel? Is it bottom of the funnel? Are they close to making a purchase or am I just trying to make them aware of my company? But yeah, blogs are brilliant for doing that as well. And if it's a really good blog post, then you'll get backlinks to it as well because people will reference it uh, or they might share it with their friends as well. And you should be sharing on social media. A couple episodes ago, I did a whole blog post, a whole (laughs) blog post, I did a whole podcast on how to promote your blog content and get that brand name out there again. Um, And also if you're struggling on how to write SEO content, then please go check out the episode previous to that on how to write SEO content, what Google's looking for. Um, But yeah, blog content is so important and it was definitely the key factor that elevated this SEO strategy over the past year. And when I'm, you know, you're probably hearing the words one year progress and you're thinking, oh my god, I haven't Got a year i get that i get that especially with e-commerce you know you you need, need to make sales now yes definitely consider paid ads but that's not going to be sustainable forever because you know in order to grow the business you need to grow the amount of money you're putting into paid ads paid ads as well and google's all the time trying to suck money out more, more and more money out of you so is it sustainable wouldn't it be nice to sort of eventually be able to lower the paid ad spend and SEO is a great way of doing that. But you just need to be patient and think to yourself, okay, I'm just going to do a few hours of this uh, each month, say 30 minutes a week, one hour a week. Set a, set the time aside, treat it like exercise, treat it like doing your accounts. Marketing at the end of the day is a crucial part of your business and you need to take this seriously if you really want to grow a sustainable business. Um I just I get it like I really understand I wish I didn't have to do marketing as well you think I'm doing this podcast for fun (laughs) I'm not (laughs) this is marketing Um, but I committed to it and I can see the results happening and I like that part so I know it's worthwhile so yeah like I feel your pain. Basically, what I'm trying to say is if you don't want to be doing this, I completely get that. But unfortunately, we haven't got a choice. You can either outsource your SEO or you can either do it yourself. And you're listening to this because you're wanting to figure out how to do it yourself. But to recap today's episode, basically, if you're in a super competitive niche, and you want to see some progress, number one, be patient. Number two, do your keyword research. If you're completely stuck on keyword research, please head to my website where I got a course that teaches you exactly how to do keyword research for free and takes you from, you know, zero optimization to a completely optimized business website with a content strategy at the end so i'd recommend that also my website's got loads of free seo resources and then step three optimize your home page both for seo and both for user experience number four start just chipping away at optimizing the whole website page by page just splitting it up into small manageable chunks and then number five SEO blog content can't stress it enough guys it is the foundation of a good SEO content a good SEO strategy and that my friends is all for today I hope you enjoyed today's episode um please add me on instagram at the plan success dm dm me with your questions I'm getting more and more and I really like helping you guys so please feel free to reach out and also check out my website at the plan success for some free SEO resources all right that's all for today bye bye